Okay, so we finished up our Reconnect sermon series last week, um, which hopefully you enjoyed and it was helpful for you. Um, I enjoyed it, and it was really cool to have two other pastors offer sermons during that series and offer us multiple different perspectives on what it means to reconnect. So that was really exciting for, for me. Um, and so this week, as I sat down to try to come up with what I wanted to preach, I was really struggling with what I wanted to say and what I wanted to focus on. And I was feeling exhausted and tired, and my brain was just like not being a, its usual magnificently creative force. And um, as I sat there thinking about it, I, I just, I, I wrote this on Saturday, which was yesterday. Oh, man. I wrote this yesterday. <laughs> wow. Uh, I'm struggling today. And um, <laughs> I, all I really wanted to do was just fall asleep and not worry about writing a sermon. And then I thought, maybe I should write a sermon about falling asleep. Or at the very least, writing one about rest and how crucial of an element that is to our faith and to our lives as human beings. And so um, out of my tiredness came this sermon. Um, and I also thought about the fact that a lot of times, especially with me when I preach, I'm very... Um, social justice oriented. That's my personal passion. And oftentimes that's going to be what comes out during my sermons. Um, a lot of pastors make jokes that we only ever preach the same sermon each week. We just slightly tweak it. And I think mine is always like a justice oriented thing where I'm like, this is what we have to do. Like get out there and do more. Because um, a lot of times I believe that God is calling us to do more in our world for ourselves and for those who are around us. But then I remembered that there are also times where God is calling us to do less. And so I wanted that to be what we talked about today is what it looks like to do just a little bit less and to focus on rest instead of all of the other things that we have to do. And so when I first started uh, thinking about how to frame this sermon, I started thinking about Jesus sleeping. And how many of you have ever like really just kind of imagined Jesus sleeping? It's not something we really ever think about. And if we do, it's probably we're like thinking about him as like a baby sleeping in the manger. That's like our main framework around Jesus sleeping. Um, and I certainly know that I never really picture that as like the main way in which I view Jesus is, is him resting. Um, I'm always thinking about him healing and preaching and teaching and loving and doing all of these other active things that he did during his ministry. But rarely, if ever, do I imagine him taking a break. Um, and yet, if we look into the stories of the, that are contained in the Gospels, we're going to find many stories of Jesus and his disciples resting. And so I, I looked at the book of Mark, and in there, um, there there's a, quite a few stories about Jesus resting, because um, Mark was very concerned with humanizing Jesus and making sure we understood that Jesus was fully human and present with us. And so as part of that, rest was an important piece of what it meant for Jesus to be like us in terms of being human. And so there's two passages that are sort of right next to each other um, in, in the, the Gospel of Mark in which... Jesus rests. And so I'm going to read both of those passages and then kind of go into um, some, some thoughts about them. 
So the first one comes from Mark chapter 4, verses 35 through 38. And, and to frame both of these passages, they both come after sort of at the end of the chapters, um, after Jesus has been telling parables and doing miracles and healing and being surrounded by crowds. So both of these come in the context of right after sort of a full day of, of Jesus and his disciples doing this work of God. And so Mark chapter 4, verses 35 through 38 says, With the coming of evening that same day, Jesus said to his disciples, Let's cross over to the other shore. And leaving the crowd behind, they took Jesus in the boat in which he was sitting. There were other boats with them. And then a fierce gale arose, and the waves were breaking onto the boat so much that it was almost swamped and capsized. But Jesus was in the stern through it all, sound asleep on a cushion. And then our second passage comes from Mark chapter 6, verses 30 through 32. And it says, The apostles came back to Jesus and reported on all that they had done and taught. And Jesus said to them, Come away by yourselves to some place more remote and rest a while. For there were many people coming and going, and the apostles had, yet, had not had time to eat. So they went away in a boat to a deserted place. And so we have sort of these two scriptures that are very close to one another. They come on the heels of very busy um, and exciting days for Jesus and his disciples. And we have one scripture where Jesus himself is resting. And what I always find so interesting about this passage is that Jesus is fast asleep in the middle of a chaotic situation. And how frequently do we find ourselves in the midst of chaos and we're like, I'll just fall asleep right now. You know, where when we find ourselves in chaos, at least... I'll speak for myself. When I find myself in the midst of chaos, I am always thinking, what do I need to do to fix this? Or what do I need to do to get out of this? Or what can I be doing? And I'm thinking and I'm processing and I'm talking and I'm doing. And rarely, if ever, do I just rest. Because I feel like guilty about doing that when there's sort of this chaos in my own life or in the world. Um, I often feel guilty if I take a break because I'm like, there's work that has to be done and I need to be the one to do it. Um, and then I look at this scripture and I say to myself, well, if Jesus, who is the reason I'm doing all of this work that I think needs to be done, slept in the midst of chaos and in the midst of a world in which there were many problems and many issues and he was doing all of this important work, if there are moments where Jesus himself was even like, I'm going to sleep through this, then what does that say about our lives and the importance of needing to sleep for us because I don't want to you know break any hearts here but none of us are Jesus um, and so uh, we have to be intentional about recognizing sort of the path that Jesus calls us to follow and in the midst of this path there is time for rest and Jesus reflects that in his own life and the second one is one where he insists that his followers rest, where he encourages them to be intentional about stepping away from all of this work that they're trying to do and make sure that they are finding times to rest. Because we tend to make ourselves busy. We tend to stay busy. Um, 
We have plenty of ways that we distract ourselves. There's always more work that needs to get done and a myriad of other ways that just keeps us going and going and going. Um, And one thing I I noticed myself doing recently that um, I'm sure I've been doing for a while is when people are like, how are you? And I'll always say, I've been busy, or I'm busy. Like, that is always my answer. I'm never like, oh, I'm good, or I never even stop to think about, like, oh, how am I doing right now? I just am automatically like, oh, I've been so busy lately, because I keep myself busy. Um, And yet, Again, even Jesus, who is constantly busy with some of the most important work in human history, knew the value of rest, and he knew that his followers needed this rest as well, both for physical and for spiritual reasons. I mean, um, as human beings, we literally need to sleep in order to survive. We need to rest in order to function. Um, And then spiritually, rest provides us the space to reconnect. Um, So all of these ways in which we talked about reconnecting over the last month with yourself, with God, with creation, with um, community, those areas of reconnection take rest. They take, they require time set aside to make those reconnections happen. And if we keep ourselves busy, then we're going to miss out on those spiritual connections that we need to make in order to keep our faith sort of alive and well in this space. Um, uh, And I want to share a a poem by Wendell Berry. Um, I'm not sure if if any of you are familiar with him, but he is an American novelist and poet who often, um, a lot of his focus is around spirituality and faith in God. Um, And he actually has a poem specifically about resting. Um, And it's short, and I wanted to share it with you because it's one that is meaningful to me and I think um, speaks deeply to this issue of rest. And so his poem says, The mind that comes to rest is tended in ways it cannot intend, is born, preserved, and comprehended in ways it cannot comprehend. Your Sabbath, Lord, thus keeps us by Your will, not ours, and is fit. Our only choice should be to die into that rest or out of it. Would it be helpful if I read it again? Yeah, a lot of times I need like multiple hearings in order to comprehend poetry. So I'll read it again a little more slowly this time. The mind that comes to rest is tended in ways it cannot intend is born, preserved, and comprehended by ways it cannot comprehend. Your Sabbath, Lord, thus keeps us by your will, not ours, and is fit. Our only choice should be to die into that rest or out of it. And so for such a short poem, I think there's a lot going on. Um, in this poem. There's a lot of things that I take out of it. Um, And I think one of the most important pieces that he's saying is that rest brings healing to us and to our minds and and to our spirituality, that um, we need to, to sit and rest because our beings will be healed in ways that we may not understand when we're not resting or when we keep busy we don't understand the ways in which busyness might be harming um, ourselves 
And rest allows us to realign with God. Rest allows us to be intentional about sitting in a space and figuring out what is God intending for me? Um, what does God desire for my life? And if we constantly keep ourselves busy, it's hard for us to, to sit and think about what God's desires are for us. It's hard for us to follow the path that we're called to if we are never willing to sit and hear what that call might be. And so um, rest really is about our spirituality in a lot of ways, that it allows us to, to reconnect with God and with ourselves in ways that we can't do when we refuse to rest. Um, and uh, for those of you who met uh, my friend Alan, who was here last Sunday, um, he is a, a pastor as well um, in Cincinnati, Ohio, and he is currently on a sabbatical, and, and for pastors, sabbaticals happen every five years, and you get like three or four months of just intentional resting time, because some pastors along the way realize like, oh, if we don't, if we as pastors aren't intentional about getting rest, then we're going to burn out, or we're going to sort of drown in all of these things that we have to deal with, and so... He gets to take a sabbatical, which is a time of intentional spiritual rest. So it's not meant to just be like a fun vacation for three months, but that there's actually supposed to be some spiritual practices that you do while you are resting because the value of rest is spiritual renewal, restoration, and reconnection. And um, the word sabbatical comes from the word Sabbath, uh, which... Um, I always really love because um, Wendell Berry also mentions Sabbath in, in his poem. And, you know, the Sabbath was a day intentionally set aside by God for rest. To the point that it was a day in which God rested. You know, um, in, the, in the Genesis creation story, we... Um, you know, read through the seven days of creation, and it says that on the seventh day, God rested. Um, so even God is taking breaks and is resting. Um, and it's really cool that, that that's part of the Genesis story, because what it does, again, is sets the foundation within this biblical story that rest is a part of who we are, that rest is literally woven into the fabric of creation, that in this creation story, one of the days is intentionally rest, that, that that's just a, a, as important of a part of creation as all of the other pieces that take part in that creation story. And, and again, if God rested on the Sabbath, and if Jesus rested in the midst of his ministry in chaos, then who are we to think that we can't get by without rest ourselves? Um, and so, as Christians, I think part of what we are trying to do is figure out how do we follow God? What are the best ways in which we can reflect the ministry of Jesus and follow God, the desires that God has in store for us? And I think that resting is literally a part of what it means to follow God. That being intentional about taking breaks and taking care of ourselves is doing what God wants us to do as human beings. Um, you know, oftentimes you hear, um, you know, that we can't take care of others unless we take care of ourselves. And I think that is um, incredibly true, that, that God tells us we have to keep the Sabbath because we are called to rest. And, um, 
We are called to rest because it's necessary for us. That Jesus, God, and the authors of the Bible knew how necessary rest is for our lives. And, and kind of like I was saying earlier, you know, I want to prioritize justice work in my life. And a lot of times I feel guilty if I take breaks and if I rest. But I also know that if I don't rest, that I'll burn out. That if I don't rest, that the work that I'm trying to do will be less efficient. It'll be probably less, I'll be less patient. I'll be less compassionate. Um, I'll be less loving because I would be tired or burnt out or um, just sick of what I'm doing. And so um, the same, I think, is true for each of us, that if we don't take intentional time to rest, then we won't be able to live whole lives in the way that God calls us to live whole lives. And that if we aren't intentional about resting, then the things that we are passionate about in this world will be a lot harder for us to live into and to achieve if we are constantly going and going and going and forgetting that a crucial part of what it means to be human is to take rest. And so, typically... You know, at the end of sermons, I like to give like a practical challenge like, hey, go out and do this or like try to be more this. And this time I'm going to challenge you to do less in your life, that I'm going to challenge you to to find space and time to rest, to be intentional about that rest, not to only rest once you've gotten so exhausted that you have no choice but to rest, but that to be proactive about how you take care of yourself physically, mentally, and spiritually. That you rest so that you never get to a point where you have no choice but to rest. And so that's the challenge that I leave you with at the end of this sermon, is to do less in your lives, become less busy, and find more time to rest and to sit with yourself and to sit with God. So if you'll pray with me. Gracious and loving God, we are grateful for all of the things that you call us to as Christians. And we are especially grateful that you call us to rest. That you challenge us to be more intentional about how we take care of ourselves so that we may be better about taking care of others. I pray that you walk with us on this journey, that you nudge us in the direction of intentional rest and of prioritizing ourselves every now and then. I pray for all of these things in your holy name. Amen.